Today, I want to talk about the ridiculousness, the awfulness, and the unethicalness of many of the artificial intelligence crazes that are sweeping the internet right now. Oh, ChatGPT and, and GitHub Copilot in particular. This is the Lunduke Journal podcast, by the way, for December 4th, near of our Lord 2022. I am a big fan of ridiculous technology. I, I love random bits of hardware and software that appear to be created for no reason other than for the heck of it. I love it. I absolutely adore it. I love it when people create new software projects that really don't benefit anybody. <laughs> you know that they're just they're just made for the pure joy of it or the ridiculousness of it or the, or the utter insanity of it or just because no one had made it before. I love that stuff. I love it. I, I think more people should do that. It's just it's just it's just wonderful and incredible. However, there are certain things that invoke my Professor Ian Malcolm response. The whole, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could do something, they didn't stop and think about whether they should. Right? The Jurassic Park conundrum. And when I look out at the current AI things that are getting the most buzz. And I'm specifically talking about the chat GPT thing uh, from the open AI, which is not terribly open, which annoys me. And, and Copilot from GitHub. When I look at what those teams have created, I am both simultaneously impressed and, and disgusted. Because what they have created, I believe, is fundamentally a bad thing. A destructive force. A force for bad. I don't see... I see it having what, whatever good it has. I see it having ten times the negative. But on top of that, on top of the ugh and the negativity that those projects bring into the world, to make it even more awful, they are done in highly, highly unethical ways. And the people who built it know it. And that makes it ten times worse. Allow me to explain. Let's start with the unethical ways that these are created. So, GitHub Copilot... Most of us are familiar with that. It's a, it's a programming tool, basically. You use an IDE, and as you're typing, GitHub Copilot predicts what it thinks you're trying to code, trying to make a login page or a, or a, a user database, right? And it says, ah, you're trying to do that? Well, it, uh, here's, here's some handy-dandy code to get you started. In fact, this might even be all the code you need. Here's all your code. You don't even have to write it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to use your brain at all. Blop, here's the code for that login page. Okay, fair enough. Making things easier to code. I, I like making things easier to code. Um, but how does it do that? Well, it does that by taking a huge database of existing code with comments and 
deciding which of that code it's going to shove into your project. Now, where does it get that code from? Well, it gets that code from GitHub, from public repositories and private repositories. And those and those repositories, let's say let's say just let's just look at the public repositories part because the private repositories is a thing and that's that's a whole nother ball of potatoes that I don't I don't love. But the public repositories are in a wide variety of licenses. GPL, BSD, MIT, um, public domain, all sorts of stuff. And a number of custom licenses that uh, people came up with on their own. And when that code gets copied, in some cases verbatim, from those projects and inserted into your own, it is done so, A, without any regard for what the license of that code is and whether or not it may or may not be completely incompatible with your own, but B, without any credit to the author or even notifying the author that it's happening. That is wildly, wildly unethical to an extraordinarily obscene degree. That is plagiarism. That is a crime. That is illegal. That is mean. And Microsoft and GitHub know it. And they did it anyway, or perhaps because of how awful it is. And that sucks. And to make it worse, they did this awful thing. They plagiarized these these tens of thousands of people including me, including you, because my code's up there. And what is the net result? The net result is that developers don't have to do as much work. They don't have to think as much. They don't have to learn as much. It reduces their overall creative juices. It doesn't force them as much to use their brain powers, to exercise that beautiful gray-powered, gray-mattered muscle inside their cranium. They don't have to think as much. And over time, the net effect is people are going to become lousier developers. That's just how it works. We all know it. And yes, there are times when you just, I want to copy and paste some code because I'm lazy and I've done this a million times and I would like to do it again. However, that's not really what's happening here. It is creating a crutch that is not necessary. That inserts code that may or may not be the most efficient code for you to use. That may or may not be the most secure code for you to use. It may be introducing bugs that you had heretofore not even thought of. Or would not have otherwise been in your code. Are you creating the code that's the most optimal for the project that you are looking to build? No. You are getting code pasted into it by an AI chatbot that copied the code from my code which may not have been that great in the first place. And then it didn't give me any credit for it, didn't tell you who the original author was, and disregarded my licensing. There are so many, literally, every single angle you can look at this from, it's a bad thing. 
And then there's the open AI chat GPT thing that's happening right now. And it is a chat bot. It is an extraordinarily sophisticated chat bot. And if you haven't experienced it yet, go take a look for it. Go take a look at it. The OpenAI chat GPT, it is interesting. And it is fun to play with. The people across the internet are typing a wide variety of things into it. And they're getting some truly impressive and amazing results out of it. People are saying, hey, write me a short story about Harry Potter in, in the style of J.K. Rowling. And they're getting results. Hey, they're saying, hey, uh, create, uh, create for me some code that will, uh, you know, create a login page. And they're getting some results, some of which are functional. People are asking it to write articles for them, and it's creating articles that are that are yeah, honestly feel like they were mostly for the most part written by a human being. OK. How does it do that? Well, just like, just like GitHub Copilot, it takes a huge selection of content. In this case, Wikipedia entries, personal blogs, news websites, uh, um, Substack articles, all of Twitter and social media systems, and just sucks all of it in. And it creates this training database that it trains itself on and this database of content that it can pull from. And because of that, and because of its, its wide ranging nature where it has code and articles and books and social media posts and the like written by me and you and so many other people, it can create a lot of content. And by create a lot of content, I mean copy a lot of content in a smart way. It can use a fairly intelligent set of systems to copy my content and copy some of your content and put it together in a way that is uh, somewhat original looking ish and seems mostly like it was written by a human being. Once again, completely ignoring the licensing and copyright of the original works, the wishes of the original authors and writers, and without any regard for giving credit to whoever wrote that material, because this is not an intelligence. This is a piece of software that is running what is essentially the world's most sophisticated set of regular expression Perl scripts to combine together text that I wrote, you wrote, and J.K. Rowling wrote and spit out some text based on it without giving credit, without any regards to the wishes of the authors or the licensing of the authors at all. And realist, realistically, with no regard to any sort of accuracy anyway, it was trained in large part based on Twitter. There are, there are many different topics you can put into this, this uh, chat GPT chatbot where it will just come back and spew the most utter craziest nonsense because it's the type of stuff people would post ridiculously on Twitter. <laughs> right? 
So what we have once again is a system that was built in a highly unethical and demonstrably illegal manner, which then results in an easy platform to create what is essentially a sort of pseudo-plagiarism. Who is being plagiarized? Well, it's hard to tell because no credit's really given and you kind of just smash together the works of uh, that guy over there and that lady over there and you smash them together and who's to say what, what's being plagiarized, right? And it's a computer that did it. It's not a person. So is it really plagiarism? It is. It, it really, it really, really is. If you, if you put together a website that scraped cnn.com use a little a little pearl script that scraped every article off of cnn.com and every article off of um uh, let's say abcnews.com and squish the articles together right combine some of the paragraphs tweak a few words here and there and then automatically publish those articles on your website called uh, definitely not ABC or CNN, wink, wink.com. And you had those automatically published to your website without any inner intervention from a human. And you, you tried, you drove traffic to it and you put banner ads up on it. Would you be plagiarizing those other two websites? Well, yeah, 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 you would. <laughs> would that, would that be potentially kind of entertaining and funny? Yeah, it probably would. But is it a good thing? Is it? Is it? And you don't give any credit to CNN or ABC. You, in fact, you say, no, nah, uh, uh, this is just a computer came up with this. A computer intelligence, wink, wink, came up with this. So it's definitely not plagiarism. Well, no, it, def- it definitely is. It, it, it's, 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 it's insidious. It's almost, it's worse than if a person came along and plagiarized something. Because it's, it's in being, in, in, it's being purposefully dishonest about it it's creating a system expressly for the purpose of plagiarizing thousands if not millions of people without giving them any credit whatsoever and trying to hide behind a chat bot with a lot of pearl scripts that is not cool that is profoundly not cool it is a not cool thing that can't lead to anything other than badness. Because, well, okay, let's think about the ways this can be used here. Realistically, outside of outside of just goofiness, right? Outside of, ah, ha, 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 what, what funny thing does the chatbot say? Because chatbots have always been funny to use, right? Um, I remember a chatbot, was it Dr... Shoot, what was his name? I used this chatbot in DOS back in the early 80s. Doctor something or other. And you'd talk with this chatbot and it would just, it would come back with the most ridiculous responses and it wouldn't quite know what you were saying. It was funny. It was fun to play with, right? With my friends. But what this is being used for, besides just the goofing off nature, which is the stage we're in now, is to create new works of fiction, to create new articles, uh, to create content that people are going to monetize. Well, now we're talking about people plagiarizing other people for profit using a chatbot. That not only is disrespectful, 
but it reduces the the need for human beings to be writers. It reduces the impetus for us to use our gray matter to exercise the brain muscles, to actually write original content. It's not a good thing. This doesn't lead society down some sort of golden age where all... Do you really want your movies, your your books, your websites, your news articles to be written by a chatbot? No, I want mine to be written by people. I seek out authors that I, that I enjoy, authors that thrill and delight me with their works, both for news and technical content and, and works of fiction and movies, all of it. I don't want that written by a bot. That's not a good direction to be, to, to go down. And on, and on top of it being a bad direction for society to take, it's done once again in a highly unethical, downright evil way. And the open AI folks, their, their whole system isn't even open anymore. It was it was supposed to be. It was in the in the early days. Nowadays, it's just this closed for profit system. So it doesn't even have that going for it. It's not open. My goodness. My goodness. Now there are lawsuits happening against Microsoft and GitHub, and that's good. That's good. Those needed to happen, because if if this is allowed to persist if this is allowed to continue to become increasingly profitable and useful for these large mega corporations or like, like Microsoft, this is going to become a big problem. Do you really want to go to, let, let's say you like the idea of a social media website. Do you want to go to a Twitter and have no idea if the, the, the Twitter accounts on there are real or bots? No, that's an awful future. You want those to be people because that's the whole point is interacting with people. Otherwise, we might as well have a chat bot talking to a chat bot and we might as well just kill off all of humanity right now. People should talk to people. People should create things and, and, and provide things for other people. People should seek out the works of real human beings that they like and make their own. But this is not the direction that we're heading down with these, these ridiculous AI projects. Now I'm not I'm not inherently opposed to the concepts here. Cuz once again, I love ridiculous projects for their own sake, right? But what what what's being created is not helpful. It's a hurtful thing created in an unethical way. At the very least, if they're going to create a chatbot <laughs> That looks to be able to to replace human writers as it's essentially its stated goal. You can at least have the common decency to do it in a legal and ethical way. But the OpenAI folks don't have those ethics. Or dare I say those morals. And yeah, I'm downright attacking them as people now. It's ridiculous. Same with the GitHub folks. What they're doing is bad. It's a, they're, they're doing something bad. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's not good. 
Now, what do I do about that? Well, I, I will do the only thing I can do. I'll use my my weird podium and I will spout off about it and, and tell everyone my personal opinions on it. And many people will disagree with my opinions and that's okay. I, I wonder where this is going to go. I don't see it ending anywhere wonderful. Do you? Anyway, I would love to hear from all of you on, on this topic, uh, whether or not you think this has a, a positive direction to go, where it really makes humanity genuinely better off. I, I can't see it. I truly can't see it. I, <laughs> I don't see it. I think we need... I think... You know what? I, normally, I would say... If some company or some organization or some person is making a piece of software that I don't like the thing they're doing, they still have the right to do it, right? They still have the total right to go down that road that I think is is crummy. Like, like for example, Apple. I used to, I, I'm a big fan of Apple of old, right? Uh, they had problems in the olden days, but I really liked a lot of what they did. Case in point, how modular their hardware was for quite some time. They used to be able to have a a DOS compatibility card and quick ejectable drives and user swappable drives and batteries and laptops and all sorts of things like that. They used to have machines where they championed how easy it was to open the case. Like the the G3, the blue and white G3s, they had a little little circular notch and you just pull the tab and the whole side came down and made it really easy to access the RAM and the cards do all the upgrades and now current day apple is all about you can't upgrade anything you can't have access to your battery even and do i think that that's naughty yeah i think that sucks but at the same time apple's a company run by grown-ups and they can make their own decisions about how they want to make their products you know and me as a tech pundit, whatever the heck my job is, I can mock them. I can ridicule them. I can criticize their choices and their decisions and advise people of where else they can spend their money until Apple does something like make it so you can swap out a battery, right? Or or encourage a right to repair. But it's, again, it's Apple's right to make it hard to repair it, to not include a user-swappable battery because they're a grown-up. But this, the, the open AI, the chat GPT, and GitHub Copilot, they aren't just bad ideas like a non-user serviceable battery, which is a bad idea. They aren't just bad ideas. They're bad ideas done in, in a criminal way. They are stealing content and reusing it without giving credit to the to the original authors, copyright holders, and licensees of it, or publishers of it, and they're completely ignoring the licenses for that code, those articles, those books, those posts, those everything. So in my mind, this is a, a very different scenario. We have not just something that's bad. Something that should, it was made, was made in, <laughs> for a bad reason. Or, or is going to have a result that is far, far worse than I think the authors maybe intended. But it was made in such a way that it should be stopped. GitHub Copilot and the OpenAI project should be shut down. 
because they're doing something that is not just that it hurts people, but they're doing so in an, in an illegal way. They are violating knowingly the copyright and the right hold and the rights of the authors. And it is not okay. They need to be shut down. And then I can go back to just complaining about uh, uh, how Apple needs to make a user swappable battery. <laughs> that is a much easier thing to complain about. And, and what, what makes this truly frustrating is because they are stealing content from so many people, knowingly, it makes it difficult for any one individual to bring forth a lawsuit against them. Do you know what I mean? They're stealing from so many people, you almost need a global, all internet users of the world, class action lawsuit against them. <laughs> oh, it is frustrating. It is not, it is not cool. I, again, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Uh, uh, let me know over on uh, lunduk.substack.com or lunduk.locals.com, uh, post it in the comments of, of this show or, or in its own, own particular post. But I, re I really would love to hear your thoughts. Maybe there is some wonderful, wonderful application and, and, and future potential for these technologies that I'm simply not seeing that make it worth violating the rights of every person on the internet. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Uh, anyway, I hope everyone's having a great time despite these despicable chatbots. Uh, and I hope you got to do something nerdy that didn't involve AI chatbots <laughs> today. There's a lot of other fun things going on. And hopefully we'll be back to talking about something that I just simply like tomorrow as opposed to this thing which I dislike so strongly. Oh, but anyway. All right. I love everybody. And I will talk to you later.